This is Uncle Floyd. You're listening to Zilch, the Monkeys podcast. What number is this, Jim? Episode 79. 7A works with Davy Jones, Zilch adopts a bow, and Davy's angels with Suzanne G. And more. Okay, no, I mean, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. I'm Zilch. You're listening to Zilch, a Monkeys podcast. that familiar music we welcome you to your podcast full of monkeys zilch i'm ken mills one of your hosts here today and today i'm also joined by sarah clark hey everybody and christine wolf hello it's an exciting time in the world of the monkeys once again here we are and it seems like we just can't get away from the monkeys you say that like it's a bad thing. Oh, it's not a bad to? thing, but it was interesting. I was watching Stephen Colbert's show, mm-hmm. and this happened. Let me ask you something about the Spice Girls, because that is certainly how, uh, you know, many of the people here know you are excited, excited about that, how did how did all of those names come about? Because I know you guys sort of like you had a, you guys had a manager who said let's create the super girl band. Well, and it wasn't him. We actually created ourselves, oh, I didn't and know we that. wrote all I of our music ourselves. You guys music were like ourselves. the monkeys, like somebody put you guys together. No, no, no. That's not an insult. The monkeys are a great that. band. Yeah. I know, I know they are. I mean... And it's just really cool. He and Mel B of the Spice Girls were sitting around talking about how the Spice Girls came to be. And the monkeys got entered into the conversation. And I think that's one of the cool things about being a monkeys fan is uh, playing a game of spot the monkeys or find the monkeys, right? Absolutely. Definitely. As a matter of fact, one of our listeners and friends of the show, Tavia Zaldivar, she was talking about a Target app that has some familiar phrases in it, like Star Collector. and What other things were in it, Christine? Oh, gosh, there was Instant Replay, uh, Star Collector. Somebody pointed out that there were even some uh, Shoe Suede Blues connections, like the song Louise. I guess there was a reference to Louise. What's the other one? One Trip Pony? That's it. But it's just weird. You see the monkeys just seem to pop up everywhere in culture, and it's just a very cool thing. One of the things I love about being a monkeys fan. And in recent news... Uh, we've got the Classic Rock Awards. The Monkees pretty did, did amazingly well, wouldn't you say, Christine? Oh, absolutely. So the Ultimate Classic Rock um, magazine publication, e-zine, whatever, they had a variety of reader polls, and I know our listeners are pretty familiar with that. We've mentioned it a couple times, and we certainly – there well, not just we – Uh, many members of Zilch Nation were promoting it on the Facebook page to help bump up the the monkeys. And I'd say it worked because in the reader polls, monkeys were up for three different categories. In album of the year, album of 2016, Good Times came in in second place, which is pretty good, Mm -hmm. uh, I would say. 
Artist of the Year, they placed third. These are behind people like David Bowie and Paul Simon. Uh, for Artist of the Year, it was between Paul oh. Simon and Axl Rose. Uh, so that they held their own amongst amongst those are great. But the the big thing is that in the reader polls, me and Magdalena snagged the number one spot with almost 44% of the total vote. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I don't think that that's just monkey fans that are are mm-hmm. recognizing that song for what it is. It's, it's a beautiful song, as we all know. Yeah. What I found was interesting was, so that's the reader polls. But the, the editors, the, the whoever behind Ultimate Classic Rock, they also ranked the top 20 albums of 2016. And they list Good Times as the ninth best album in 2016. Well, they have excellent taste, don't they, Sarah? Absolutely. I was really thrilled to see our results on that. And especially with things like David Bowie's Black Star and other albums coming out, the the fact that our guys could be competitive just shows how strong Good Times was this year and how strong the uh, fan response was to it as well. Not just Monkees fans. I know people all over who really appreciated that album. Very good. And... In other monkeys things to look out for, there's a really cool article over at the avclub.com. avclub.com. Do a search for 18 albums in which classic rockers embrace synthesizers. At number one, it's the monkeys with their album Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, Jones Limited, 1967. And there's a nice little write-up. But they're the number one act that uh, first embraced synthesizers. So that's As they should be. A very, very nice little read there. So very Sorry. good. And then, and then some other cool media news. We made a Spotify playlist, which is uh, called Zilch One Hope. I kind of built this playlist for everyone. It's, you can free, you can listen to it. Just join Spotify. You can click on it, and you can listen to not only songs from the monkeys proper, but them as solo artists as well. So you get Davy Jones and Shoe Suede Blues and Mickey and Mike, and it, it's kind of cool. So check that out. We will put links in the show notes. So on today's show, Glenn and Ian from 7A Records will be dropping by. In, in which studio are they going to be in? 7A. Okay, don't, don't be mad at me. I just produced the show. And Sarah, you and Christine will be in Studio 6B, and you will be interviewing... Suzanne G. from Davies Angels. Very good. So we look forward to that. I guess the theme of this episode is helping out. It's, it's nice to see the monkeys fans all pulled together. In the mm-hmm. 7A interview, we're going to talk about them working on getting some new Davy stuff out to us. And yeah. they're also working on a tribute album made up of Monkees fans, which will benefit Davies Heard, the folks over at the Davy Jones Equine Memorial Foundation. And of course, you guys will be talking to Susan G from Davies Angels, and it's uh, it's just it's just neat that we can all come together. And we're entering that time of year where we're looking back at Davies' life. Uh, coming up this February is another anniversary. Sarah, as we look back at at the life of Davy Jones a little bit, what does it mean for you to be part of Zilch and helping Bo, one of Davy's horses? 
Well, I think you kind of let slip our uh, slip our great news that's going to be coming out in our interview with Suzanne. Zilch and Zilch Nation, by extension, is going to be sponsoring a member of Davies Herd, Bo. And uh, I'm really excited about this. One of the memories I have that's related to Davey is really how the community came together after he passed to help the girls make sure that the herd continued to live a long and happy life, uh, helping out with the Davy Jones Equine Memorial Fund and then with Davy's Angels and their sponsorship program. And I've been watching this from afar for many years and to know that Zilch is gonna get to take part of this and that you all will have an opportunity to join in is just so exciting to me, I can't even describe it. Very good, well we look forward to hearing that. I'm in a bit of a dilemma today. Okay. In this episode, we're going to play a version of The Girl That I Knew Somewhere. Now, normally, I don't have this sort of question, this sort of dilemma. But there's two different versions that I want to play. So I'm going to play one of those during the interview with Suzanne G. And one after the interview with Glenn and Ian from 7A. And I understand that Mickey is going to be on the road. We have some dates, and we also have some zilch meetups that we're going to be doing yes we do and i've got the list right here for the mickey solo dates uh zilch meetups and there will also be some dates that will have private meet and greet opportunities sponsored by jody ritson uh, one of our favorite folks and i will just go through this list and note what is getting what uh first off we've got february 11th in st charles illinois at the arcada theater and jody ritson is selling meet and greet options there uh, February 20th through the 25th in Tampa Bay, Florida at Bush Gardens. Uh, there will be a meet and greet opportunity with Mickey on the 21st. And then uh, there will also be a chance for a Zilch Nation meetup uh, during that week as well. Do we have a date on that one yet? Well, I was just going to say, actually, the, the Tampa shows are a unique opportunity for Zilch Nation because Christy Lynn Torkey is coordinating the zilch meetups there and she's not doing one she's doing several so anybody who's interested there is a facebook group set up for the tampa bay shows and the tampa bay zilch meetups Mm -hmm. i would encourage everybody to to seek that out Um, you can find the link on zilch you can also um, just search for the Zilch Tampa meetup group and ask to join. She's got several ideas cooking. She's going to do more than one. Awesome. And I got to meet Christy in Connecticut when I went to see a Shoesway Blues show. She drove up from Florida uh, just to see that show that still boggles my mind. And uh, she's a really neat young woman, and I think those meetups are going to be a lot of fun. So following up from the week at Bush Gardens, on the February 27th through March 4th is the Flower Power Cruise. So you get to spend a week on a boat with Mickey Dolenz. That sounds like a lot of fun. Mickey on a boat, y'all. Yep. <laughs> Mickey on a boat, y'all. That's going to be my new rap single. And then he gets a, a couple of weeks off to, you know, unpack and do his laundry. And then he'll be in New York City starting March 24th at 54 below. On the show, his show the following night, March 25th, there will be a... Um, 
a show with Mickey and a show later that evening with Coco head, headlining. Uh, one, the first is at 7 and the second's at 9.30. There will be a meet and greet opportunity with Jody on the 25th. And Christine and Melanie and I are going to the 54 Below show on the 25th. And we are working on putting together a meet and greet opportunity, or excuse me, a Zilch Nation meetup for that as well. We're still working on the logistics for that. If you want to stick around in New York for a few more days on March 28th, again at 54 Below, there will be a musical presented called Terra Tremendous, and Mickey will be appearing as a cast member on that. And then he'll be hanging around 54 Below for one more day. He'll be doing his last show there on the 29th. Then he's off to Ohio. April 1st, there will be a Zilch Nation meetup before the show and Kent, Ohio at the Kent Stage. My friend and Zilch Twitter admin, Cindy Large, will be helping put together that uh, Zilch Nation meetup. And there will be a meet and greet opportunity through Jody on the 1st. On the 2nd, Jody will also be offering a meet and greet opportunity in Atlanta at the City Winery. And Mickey will be doing shows at 6 and 9. On April 15th, he'll be in Monmouth, Oregon at the Rice Auditorium. Jody will be offering a meet and greet. And then on April 21st in York, Pennsylvania at the Strand Capital Performing Arts Center, there will be a Zilch Nation meetup and a Jody Ritson-sponsored meet and greet. Uh, then the 23rd, he'll be in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. Again, there will be a Zilch meetup. And again, there will be a meet and greet opportunity with Mickey. Then, moving forward, he's actually taking some time off. What a concept. June 16th in Iowa City, Iowa. There is no meetup as of now, but there is a another meet-and-greet opportunity at the Englert Theater in Iowa City, Iowa. And yes, I know that is a long list with lots of ifs and buts and asterisks, so we're going to put it in the show notes, too. So, Before we dive into this next segment, we'd like to thank Fred Velez and his lovely wife for meeting up with the one and the only... Uncle Floyd, uh, and he got us that Uncle Floyd bumper. So thank you, Fred. Oh, wonderful. Very cool. Yes. So take it away. Check out Fred's book. And on the other side of this, you will be in Studio 6B with Suzanne G. from Davies Angels. This is Fred Velez with Uncle Floyd, who had Peter Tork and Davy Jones on his TV show. And what do you say, Uncle Floyd? I say thank you, Fred Velez. This is Uncle Floyd. You're listening to Zilch, the Monkeys podcast. Okay, great. Is that good? I'm Fred Velez. My new book, A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You, The Monkeys from a Fan's Perspective, chronicles my experiences with the monkeys from the 1960s into today, along with stories by other fans and how the monkeys touched our lives. A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You, The Monkeys from a Fan's Perspective by Fred Velez, Available on Amazon.com, CreateSpace.com, Smashwords.com, Apple iBooks, Barnes & Noble Nook, and other print and ebook outlets. Hi, this is Talia Jones. And this is Sarah Jones. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Zilch, the, the Monkeys, a monkeys Podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to welcome to the show the lovely Suzanne G with Davies Angels. Hi, Suzanne. Uh, hello. Thanks for inviting me. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm an artist and uh, a drummer, and I've been a monkey fan since I was probably about 10 years old. 
I currently live in Las Vegas, but I spent the majority of my life in Los Angeles. So I was kind of close to a lot of the monkey happenings during the 80s and the 90s, which was a pretty exciting time for the monkeys. Yeah, absolutely. Right now I work, I do a lot of work because I help to put together Davy's Angels. Well, I'm kind of curious. I've been watching from afar for a good long time, really since 2012, but how did Davy's Angels come to be? You know, it's a funny thing that uh, Davy's Angels started in August of 2013, and it was started by myself and Mary Cherry. Now, the two of us did not know each other, but we came up with the same idea at the same time. <laughs> and Yeah, it, it's crazy. We both contacted Sarah Jones because she was the contact person at the time for the Davy Jones Equine Memorial Foundation. And she said, uh, you two should get together. <laughs> you two should, should should work this out because you have a great idea. And uh, we eventually then added a couple couple more members to our team, Rachel uh, Appenanti and Terry Wright. We called it Davy's Angels just because we felt like we were kind of coming to the rescue for his horses. Mm-hmm. But then we as a foursome decided to call ourselves the Wrecking Crew. <laughs> Yeah, we did that because we wanted to stay in the background as much as possible and just let the the sponsors shine. Yeah, so it's really been a mission of love for the last, you know, three years plus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and, and what exactly does does Davies Angels do to support DJEMF? Well, we are the group that coordinates the sponsorship groups. Mm-hmm. That being that, you know, there there are individuals who sponsor certain horses from the Jones herd just by themselves, but that's pretty expensive. So that was the big idea that we came up with was that if fans could come together and pool their money together, we could form groups that would then sponsor individual horses. Right. So right. A, a little bit pooled together could make up the large amount of money that it takes to actually cover the basic care costs of each horse. And we do all that coordinating. We get all the people together. We get the money together. We get it over to them. You know, that way the Jones girls don't have to be doing all of that on top of everything else that they do. Right. And they can focus on the horses. It makes total sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And also since we are fans ourselves, we have, I think, a better understanding of uh, how to connect with other fans. Right, good. So, uh, it's really helpful. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Well, on, on that note, uh, Zilch is really excited to announce that we are going to be new sponsors for Bo Jones. Yay! And, uh, and Suzanne, what can you tell us about Bo? Well, Bo's a great horse. Uh, he really is. I love Bo. He's just, he's so lovable. Uh, he's a thoroughbred, so he was bred for racing, but he was injured when he was young, so he never did race. Mm. And uh, so when Davey rescued him, he he had him as a pleasure horse. But now Bo's 16, and uh, so he's, he's pretty much just retired, mm-hmm. just enjoying his life along with the rest of the herd. And he is just a really easygoing, friendly guy, very curious. Uh, he's going to be one of the first horses that's going to come up to you if you go to the ranch. And um, I always say he's a lover, not a fighter. Because <laughs> if, if, if any other horse is kicking up, he's going to be the first one who's just going to kind of, you know, peace out. You know, hey, <laughs> nothing, you know. He just wants some treats and some love. 
Well, and who among us doesn't want that, right? Right, right. <laughs> he, he actually, he sounds like the perfect horse for, for Zilch Nation. And, oh, that's right, listeners. It's not only the Zilch staff who are sponsoring Bo. We are doing this in the name of Zilch Nation. All of you lovely members are invited to pony up and make a monthly donation, too, so, Suzanne, tell us a little bit about how our listeners can partner with us at Zilch to sponsor Bo. Sure. It's really pretty easy. I mean, the first thing is that people need to decide how much they're comfortable donating each month. Uh, we don't have a minimum. We don't have a maximum. We just want it to be something that you can do on an ongoing basis. So once you figure that out for yourself... Uh, just message Davies Angels on Facebook and be sure that you let us know that you're part of Zilch Nation and yes. we'll set up the payments. Uh, we'll add you to Bo's group. We'll add you to the private page for our sponsors. And uh, it's really just that easy. What is the way that our Zilch listeners can get involved right now? The best way is to just hop on over to the Davies Angels Facebook page and message us. You can message us directly there. We will get right back to you and we'll get everything set up for you. That sounds wonderful. And we will obviously have the links that folks will need right in our show notes for anybody to check out and uh, on the Facebook group as well. You know, there there is uh, a lot of exciting stuff that comes with David's Angels that oh. maybe some of the would like to hear about, um, sure. you know, just to, just to get them a little more excited about becoming sponsors is to know how closely we do work with the entire Jones family. I mean, definitely we are in constant contact with Talia and Sarah, Annabelle and Jess. Mm -hmm. And also um, David's first wife, Linda, is very much involved, mm -hmm. as is his niece, Beverly Barber, who a lot of people on Facebook are probably aware of and friends with. We have a really cool benefit to being a sponsor. It's, it's, it's only available to Davies Angel sponsors. And that's that Tali and Sarah, you know, because they're the two that live in California, they're the ones that have the most hands-on with, with the herd. They will uh, set up visits for Davies Angel sponsors to come up and visit the horses. Well, we, I'm glad you did mention that because yeah, I've got I, my sights set on that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I may have to figure out a way to get out there too. <laughs> because that's, that is, it's one of the big benefits. They do not offer that to anybody else. It's only for Davies Angel sponsors and we, we set it up with them. But also, you know, we have the support of the entire monkey family, as mm -hmm. we like to call it, who are incredible. Um, Mickey and Donna. Yeah. Mickey and Donna have been there since the start. And uh, Peter and Pam, we just announced them as honorary sponsors. That's uh, right. But, yeah. Uh, but they have really been there from the start, just uh, giving the green light to their Facebook team, who mm -hmm. are fabulous. Yes, we love them, yes, too. We all love them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, someone that a lot of people don't see a lot from regarding Davies Angels is Michael Nesmith. Mm -hmm. But he is there in the background. He just hasn't really wanted to come right out and you know, have like a light shown on him or anything. This does but not I, surprise me. I was right. going to say that sounds yeah. just like him. <laughs> yes. But, but, my, it, but I, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah that's yes, great. And I think a lot of people don't know that, but he is there supporting us. He gives us things for the auction that we, you know, we hold a number of auctions every year mm -hmm. to raise mm -hmm. money. And uh, he signs things and he has told us directly that 
anything, absolutely anything he can do to help Davy's family, Davy's horses, he's there for us. Aww. So, you know, just for just for the fans to know, you know, Thank Michael you for isn't, that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's important. And we just have so many people. I, I, I love to thank all of them because, um, you know, it is a family. I mean, this, we consider it a family that, that what we're doing with Davy's Angels mm -hmm. and the sponsors are part of that family. Yeah. So, you know, Bobby Hart, his wife, Marianne Hart, uh, Valerie Carries Benet, the great, you know, the original monkey girl actress. We love Val. Yeah, we yeah. love Val. Uh, Anne Moses, Tiger Beak ed editor, who we've just named as a an honorary sponsor, but she's also been there from the start. Mm -hmm. um, we have Bobby Boyce and Caroline Boyce. So we have uh, both of Tommy Boyce's wives. And uh, we pretty much have a Davies Angels band. This is what I like to call it. Uh, <laughs> the Angel uh, Band, huh? Uh, yes, Angel Band. It's because we have so many members of either the Monkeys Band or the Davy Jones Band. Uh, we have Dave Alexander, Wayne Avers, Felipe Torres, Dave Robichaud. And Dave Robichaud's whole family is involved. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, his wife, Deb, who was Davy's publicist, and their son, Jacob, who was uh, Davy's godson. They're all involved. They're all honorary sponsors, VIP sponsors. They they give us things for our auctions. So yeah, it, it's it's really fun. It's really exciting. You know, we really are privileged to be working with these incredible people. Absolutely. You know, you spoke of the people involved with Davies Angels and the sponsorships as monkey family. And I know that for myself and I'm sure many others in, in Zilch. We consider ourselves monkey family as well. It's kind of like the blending of the two families here. I, I, it's just kind of kind of mind-boggling to me to know that I can be of help and be affiliated with these people that I looked up to uh, as a kid. And for, for one reason, because, gosh, they're cute and they're entertaining. <laughs> and I can look up to them as an adult for so many other reasons. They're, they're just honestly good, good guys yeah. and gals. And, uh, and to know that, that we can be involved with that, that's wonderful. That's, I, I just love that. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Feel the same way. It's nice that they are good people on top of everything else. Mm -hmm. Yes, totally. Well, before we wrap things up, there's questions we're required to ask every first time Zilch guest. Uh, mm -hmm. So first off, I mean, I have to ask this. I'm pr pretty sure of the answer. But first, who is your favorite monkey? Oh, dear. Well, you know, I'm a Libra. It's very hard for me to settle just on one. <laughs> very difficult. Today, who's your Today. favorite? Well, I must say, you know, when I used to get the monkey business fanzine back in the you know, 80s, 90s, whatever, mm -hmm. that was a question they put. Every single year when you had to uh, pay your, your new subscription, they would ask, favorite monkey. Okay. And I always put down Davey and Mike. I, those were the two that were like the first two that captured my attention. And how odd that the two complete opposites, right? Yeah. <laughs> Typical. You were hedging your bets there, weren't you, Susan? I, yeah, I, was just, I, I like them both. <laughs> but I do, I love them all. There's no way, really. I mean, you Not, know, yeah. come on. Fair Peter, I love them. Yeah. I'm an April Conquest, too. I totally get it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just paint the lines down my Roman. On this side, it's Davy. This side, it's Mike. That side, it's Mickey. That side, it's Peter. And just 
roam around. And you're just gonna stand at the at, yeah. at the apex. Yeah, there you go. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Well, then the <laughs> other <laughs> the apex. There we go. Well, then the other question I have to ask you, or questions I have to ask you, is what are your favorite song and what is your favorite episode? Oh, nah. I, I think favorite song is a girl that I knew somewhere. Good. Excellent. I love that song. I love that song. I, that was, I think, the first song that really sort of just captivated me. Yeah, as a kid, watching the reruns and that song would come on and they did play it quite often. But that song really captivated me. And I just happened to have had the single in my collection. Here's a Mike Nesmith tune for you. I had older siblings who were original fans, and I sort of dug into their boxes after they moved away from home. And uh, so, yeah, that was one of the things I dug out, that single. Mm -hmm. And favorite episode? 
Ooh, I think the devil and Peter Tork. You know, according to the terms of the contract, your soul must be turned over by midnight. Well, well, wait a minute, it's only 8 o'clock. Just trying to beat the crosstown traffic. <laughs> yeah, all right, well, Peter wants his other four hours, please, thank you. Of course, use all your time. But remember, midnight. Don't get too upset, Peter. It might not be all that bad. No, of course not, and all those things you read about, it couldn't be true. It's okay, Peter, it'll be all right, don't, don't worry, we'll, we'll do something. Fellas, I'm scared. I don't want to go to hell. So that's, uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's pretty scary. You know what's even more scary? What? You can't say on television. Hello. There's no reason to get up tight. No reason to lose our senses. Well, you gotta remember that we're dealing with a cool, diabolical mind. Thank you. I'm talking about the devil. Oh. That's such a great episode on so many levels. It really is. It it has the comedy. It has the drama. It, it has a message. All the guys give such great performances. I just think it's a perfect episode. Zero. Well, aside from these witnesses, what else do you present as evidence? This contract. In exchange for fame, fortune, and the ability to play the harp, I purchased Peter Tork's soul. Is this your signature, Mr. Tork? Don't call me mister, I'm just a kid. Guilty! Well, I say that that contract is null and void because, in fact, Mr. Zero, uh, you didn't give Peter anything in return for his soul. I gave him fame and fortune. Well, you gave him fame and fortune, perhaps, but Peter didn't want fame and fortune, you see. All Peter wanted was just his music. He just wanted to play the harp, that's all. I gave him the ability to play the harp. In return for his soul. You know, it was almost worth it. No, you didn't give him the ability to play the harp. You see... You see, Peter loved the harp. And he loved, he loved the music that came from the harp. And that was inside of him. And uh, it came... Um, it was... The power of that love was inside of Peter. It was in, inside of him from the first. And it was that kind of power that, that made Peter able to play the harp. And uh, you didn't have anything to do with it at all. <laughs> Don't you understand what, the, what, what that means when you have that inside of you? What, what, what comes out? It, uh, if you love music, man, you can play music. If uh, people say, well, I can't carry a note. I can't, I can't say, I can't sing. I, I'm tone deaf, but nobody's tone deaf. And if you love music, then you can play music. And all it takes is just love, because, because baby, in the final analysis, love is power. That's where the power's at. And, and, and you want to tell me that you gave it to him, but I know different, because I'm a musician. And, uh, well, that's really all there is to that. Love? <laughs> oh, you make me laugh. <laughs> I've taken the power away. He's exactly as I found him. There's your heart. See what he can do with it now. Okay, go play the harp. Michael, I can't. D didn't you know what I said to Zero Man? Look, the power's inside you. Nobody can give it to you. Nobody can take it away. Now go play the harp.
Okay, Mike. soon on the fifth anniversary of Davy's passing. Um, does Davy's Angels have any plans for commemorating that date? Well, yes, we're, we're discussing different ideas. And so there is something in the works because we always honor that day in, in honoring Davy. Uh, last year, we had uh, an auction that had all the items, well, many items that, that he owned. And, uh, you know, we got these items from uh, Tali and Sarah, who were going through his house there in Beavertown. And, uh, you know, he had a lot of stuff. He, uh, he basically was a collector, a pack rat, uh, <laughs> as, as Sarah put it, borderline hoarder. <laughs> but, but, but thankfully that's, so. That's daughter Sarah, right? That's not, daughter Sarah. Not yeah. Sarah Clark. <laughs> no, I would never say such a thing. <laughs> oh, you never, never. Uh, but, but actually we're really, really thankful that he did like to have everything and anything because they sent us, they actually sent Mary Cherry because she had a giant uh, garage to be able to fit all the stuff. They sent her boxes. I mean, big boxes, boxes that could fit Davy. You know, they sent her, they sent her boxes of all this stuff, the stuff that didn't go into the Julian's auction, the stuff that the family was not keeping for the, for their own mementos. And we still have many, many boxes to go through and catalog, which is such an honor. I mean, really, I, I go and visit Mary and uh, every so often, and we go through and we catalog this stuff. And sometimes we just have to stop and pinch ourselves because I mean this was stuff that belonged to Davy. Yeah. This was stuff either he bought or somebody gave him and he kept it. You know, it wasn't like he got stuff and then got tired of it and threw it out. He kept it. And I've been to his house, uh once again very honored to have been to his house. And he had this stuff all around. They weren't just in boxes packed away. He had this stuff every place. So he loved he loved his junk. <laughs> he really <laughs> loved it. 
and it was not junk to him. It was it was just a prized possession. So we do have the honor of being able to catalog it and put it into our Davies Angels auctions and allow his fans to to now have it. You know, so um, I I don't know if that will be something that we will do this year, but you have to just wait and see. But it is something we've done in the past and we're going to continue to do because we have so much more to, to get through. Well, please keep us up to date as those happen. And also, uh, if you ever need a librarian to help you with, you know, classification <laughs> duties, uh, I stand at the ready. <laughs> okay. I'll keep you in mind for sure. Woohoo! Well, thank you so much for dropping by the Zilch Clubhouse, Suzanne. And we are so honored uh, to be honorary sponsors of Bo. And um, we're all passing the hat around here at Zilch headquarters. And I'm thrilled to know that members of Zilch Nation will be able to join us too, because put together, I think we can help take care of Bo and help take care of the herd and really make a difference for uh, DJ AMF and uh, all of Davy's horses. And well, to show our love to the Jones girls too. Yes, yes absolutely. Well, we're really excited to to have Zilch Nation join us. We let Tali and Sarah know recently, and they were very excited. We certainly hope that we will be gaining many more sponsors. Absolutely, and we will yeah. do everything we can to make that happen. So, thanks so much for right. dropping by. Yeah, All thank right. you, Suzanne. Appreciate the time. Thank you very much. That was a very good interview, both Christine and Sarah. Thank you very much for taking us behind the scenes of Davy's Angels and how that came to be. Yeah, absolutely. It was a fun chance getting to know uh, Suzanne. She's one of those people who I've like crossed paths with on Facebook for years, like a lot of members of Zilch Nation and just the wider monkeys community and getting to sit down and talk to folks like that and getting to learn more about what they do is just kind of one of those really cool parts of being part of Zilch. And we will have links in the show notes on how you can help us help Bo. But up first, let's go to Studio 7A and check in with Glenn and Ian of 7A Records. Hello. And let's check Studio 7A here at the Zilch headquarters. And who do we find? Gentlemen, please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Ian Lee, and I am a founding member of 7A Records. And I'm Glenn Gretland, and I'm also a founding member of 7A Records. And we hate each other. (laughs) (laughs) I love you both. Uh, We love love Zilch. We love Zilch. How fortunate that you are in 7A Studio, since uh, you are from 7A. um, it's it's a strange coincidence you've called us and we're both here beavering away in the 7A headquarters in the heart of um, Denmark Street in London, Britain's Timpan Alley. And we're busy, man. We're really, really busy. And we've got lots of news for you tonight. Well, let's let me get out of the way and let you no. bring the scoop to our <laughs> listeners here and around the world. Well, Glenn, we've got about three scoops, haven't we? We got, I think we even got more than that, but... Um... Obviously, um, every you know we, we spend a lot of time and energy and effort into every release we do. So it, it's it's really a matter of not releasing something until we are 100% happy mm-hmm. and we got the best possible release. Um, so we, we we spend an awful long time on every single release we do, 
you know, everything from searching for pictures, buying picture rights, mastering, licensing, and then finally the manufacturing. Everything takes a long time, but, you know, um, it's worth it. It's all worth it. I, I tell you what, Ken, let me tell you something that we're kind of coming to the end of all and right. something that we're, we're, we're about to launch that's kind of linked. Mm -hmm. um, before Christmas, we released uh, a limited edition, 500 copies only of a green vinyl single of Mickey Dolenz live in Japan in 1982, I think it was, so before Monkey Mania Mark II, and it was him singing Zor and Zan. And was it Sunny Girlfriend, Glenn? Was yes, that the other? Yeah. Yes, it That's was. Cool. I always, I always okay. get slightly confused. Um, and we still have, we have one box of those bad boys left. There's about 70 copies of that, those floating around, and once they're gone, that's it. They won't be available in that format ever again. So there's about 70 of those, and you can get those at deep discount and at Amazon. But, 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 we are, I don't want to say the thing we're most excited about, because we're excited about all of them, but Glenn and I are really, really thrilled that we are now working very closely with the estate of Davy Jones, and we are about to bring out, at the end of February, our very, 7A's very first david jones release over to you glenn well yes i mean we, we this is something that we've been chasing for quite a long time actually a couple of years trying to find out who owned the rights to these recordings in japan it, it took such a long time to to get anywhere because there was dead end after dead end but we finally got hold of um, of the right people that were the, the relatives or the, the you know the the estate of the um the tour promoter at the time Davis tour promoter, uh, who also happened to be the same tour promoter that did the Dolan's Jones Boys and Heart tour of Japan, um, and um, it's it's now a lovely lady that looks after the estate. And uh, after some negotiation, we managed to uh, to come to an agreement, and um, that was very exciting. And after that, we then went to the estate, and they've been extremely helpful. We we couldn't be more pleased that we now actually yeah. The, the, the estate, the Davy Jones estate have been absolutely brilliant and they've been really impressed with what we've been doing. And so coming out at the end of February is this, again, limited edition, 500 copies of, it's a yellow vinyl, isn't it, Glenn? Yes, that's correct. Yellow yeah. vinyl, seven-inch it, it, single. It's transparent. It's like a translucent yellow vinyl. Yeah. And, um, and we had all these songs that he recorded live in Japan in about 81. And we were trying to be clever and arch about it. And what two songs would be really weird to put together? And then we thought, no, stuff it. This is our first Davy Jones release. Let's go for the two classic, if you can narrow it down to two, two of the classic Davy Jones pairings. So it's Daydream Believer, live, backed with I Want to Be Free, live. And just the recordings are incredible. Davy's on top form. He's loving it. He's absolutely loving it. Uh, the fans are loving it. Um, and... You know, if this goes well, we have some more David Jones releases up our sleeve. So mm -hmm. we're really, really excited about this. Oh, I could hide neath the wings of a bluebird as it sings. The six o'clock alarm would never ring. And I rise, wipe the sleep out of my eyes. Shaven razor's cold, and it stains. 
sounds exciting for anybody who's a fan of Davy Jones and of course you're listening to this show you must be this is great news uh, we look forward to a bunch of stuff coming from this and in this episode we're talking about Davy's horses and how we're helping out with them oh yeah so this is kind of a Davy centric kind of thing so this is very cool well uh, funny you mentioned the horses because we'll go on to another project that we're working on and um, again we've we, we, Glenn and I mentioned a while ago that we are looking to make the ultimate monkeys tribute album, and um, we've posted on all the your Facebook pages and our Facebook page, and we've we, we've talked about it. And, and, and I need to clarify because I think maybe some people aren't clear. Maybe it's a language problem. We're separated by the same language, so it, it's a, it's a tribute album. So we want fans, you listening, the fans, if you've got a musical talent, to record a cover. You doing a monkey song, and the more obscure, well, the more obscure the better. Saying that everyone's avoided the big hits, so if you want to do a hit, um, and we've been sent loads and loads and loads. Okay, we are looking for professional sounding quality ones. We've had some really enthusiastic ones where someone's just got an old tape recorder or someone has sung along to a record. They're brilliant, but we can't put those out. You know, and. You you can do great stuff these days with GarageBand on your computer and Audacity and all these Audacity is a free program, so we are looking for you the uh, Monkeys fan the listener maybe you're in a band maybe you're a solo act um, maybe you play you play the ukulele we are looking for your recordings of um, Monkeys tunes and we can um, officially announce here that. Glenn and I won't take a penny from this when, when it comes out. All profits will be going to the Davy Jones Equine Memorial Fund. And we, we, we've kind of had this idea for a while. We've spoken to the estate and they are absolutely thrilled. So every penny that we make, once the production costs have been paid off, every penny will be going to the um, Davy Jones Equine Memorial Fund. And I, I think it's important to mention that, uh, I mean, I, I've certainly been completely blown away by the quality of the submissions we've had so far. Uh, I really didn't know what to expect, and uh, we've had so many great songs. Um, there has there have been some tribute albums in the past. They've had a few good songs on them, but um, we always sort of felt that we could probably we could probably do a little bit better. I think that the Monkees deserve a really good tribute album. Just sort of putting the word out there, you don't know what to expect, and suddenly you get all these great songs coming through, and please keep them coming. Yeah, it's best if you send them to me, Ian, I-A-I-N, for November, at uh, 7arecords.com. Um, 
and um, I will do my best to get back to everybody. I'm really trying to get back to everybody that I can. This is this is now. Listen, this is the slickest one we've had. Okay, so if you're thinking, oh, I might be up for this, don't listen to this and go, oh, I could never do that because this is the Flash Cubes, who a, a lot of you will have heard of, mm-hmm. backing vocals done by Mark Hudson, no mm-hmm. less, of the Hudson Brothers, who's worked with Ringo Starr, all kinds of people, and a lot of you will know the Flash Cubes and and, and their kind of history. This is them doing she. Have a listen to this. Don't be scared by this. Yours doesn't have to be. As slick as this, okay? But I think this is absolutely blind in this version. Well, let's play a little bit of the Flash Cubes with their take on She. we're playing just a bit of that so that you can get an yes. idea of what we're looking at so this yes. is fantastic that i really enjoyed that it's good isn't it? but please please don't be put off by that that is they are a professional band they've had records out you know don't don't think oh, i'm never going to be as good as that record ken? something send it over ken yes sir have, have you got a song in you have, have i got a song in me <laughs> well, you know, there's a got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Uh, but well, don't be don't be afraid to send it. <laughs> the favorite song we've had loads, right? And um, oh, by the way, we're really looking for someone to do a version of "Listen to the Band." Uh, but my favorite version is um, there's a comedian over here, a guy called John Dredge, mm-hmm. and he has done um, he's done a brilliant version of "The Day We Fall in Love." And uh, I think it's going to be the album closer because it is it is absolutely stunning. So um, you know, <laughs> have we did now, Glenn? Have we decided um, a what the album is called and b how we're going to release it? Because we were literally tossing coins earlier on today, and I wonder. I can't. I, I think we we are sort of uh, still a little bit undecided on the album title. So again, okay. you know, any suggestions, please keep them coming. But what we have decided, initially this was just going to be a digital-only release, just download, just streaming. But with the quality of the stuff we had so far, we, we decided we're going to do a very small limited CD run as well. Hmm. Very good. So this is going to be exciting. And it, it's just cool that this is Monkeys fans doing yeah. stuff for Monkeys fans. And this is uh, fan-driven and fan-produced, and it just doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, and, and it's great to know that, that, you know, we put out a call and you have not let us down, Monkeys fans. There are so many talented people out there. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep them coming. Ian at 7arecords.com, please. And I, I think I think as well we, we need to mention that we are we are looking to wrap things up by the end of February. So um, yeah. if, if you, you, I mean, we're kind of flexible. We're, we're hoping to release this in April. Mm-hmm. So end of February would be ideal if people could send it before that. What's the most obscure track that you've been offered? Oh, do you know what? Uh, we've got we've got a brilliant version of Ladies Baby. Ah. Um, by Scott Erickson. 
he assures me it didn't cost him three hundred thousand dollars in eight months to uh, record. He says he did his in one take. So uh, does it does it does it does it feature a baby? No, it, there's no baby on it, and I think that may have been Peter's problem. He was trying to record a baby. Uh, we've got that. We've got um, uh, there's a really nice version of um, the Pauper song by the Lazy Flies. Mm -hmm. um, there's um, the poster. Are we, I tell you what's great. Oh, we've had um, a couple of songs from the new album. Who'd have thunk it? We've got um, Gotta Give It Time. Ooh. And uh, me and Magdalena have been done. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's, you know, it's good that, that Good Times is getting uh, getting acknowledged. Now, don't you think that uh, Gotta Give It Time could be a Viagra commercial? <laughs> <laughs> if it lasts longer than four hours, call a physician, you know, all that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's that? What's that joke about Viagra? Can I get it over the counter? Well, if, if you take it, you certainly can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Naughty jokes. As as, uh, <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. Naughty jokes uh -oh. and reissues, all from Seven A. This is what we do. So, Ian, I know that you guys always have something up your sleeve, and I see that that shirt you're wearing. You've got something up your sleeve. What else is going on? I tell you what, let's let's give you two more things, okay? All right. The, 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 Glenn, tell them about the um, Mickey Live in Japan vinyl LP. Mm. Well, well, I think we, we kind of alluded, or we kind of mentioned this before. There's quite a bit of work involved because we're working on on a, a vinyl LP, but we want to put something very special into the LP package. And um, I can't reveal what it is. But Can we not? It, it, no. <laughs> wow. But okay. it's, it's, it's going to blow you away. It, it's going to be something very collectible. Hmm. <laughs> it is. Um, so we got that. We we ha we are working on a, a couple of Davy Jones vinyl LPs, possibly a, you know two LPs at the same time. I don't think I you call it a box set. I don't know. And here's the rub, Ken. We are are going to release Seven A Records, Glenn Gretland, Ian Lee. We are going to release a Michael Nesmith vinyl LP. I can't say what it is. All I can say is it's not a re-release. It has never been released before. We have got an exclusive. Michael is is behind the project. And uh, it, it, we are so thrilled. We never thought we get Nes on board. And, and we have. And we've got something really, really special for later in the year. And the sound quality is absolutely fantastic. Oh, it's good. And we can't tell you what it is, but it, it's never been released. You've got to keep it tight to the wool hat for now. Yeah, keep it tight. <laughs> but we're really, th really thrilled about it. It's going to be a really busy year. I, you know, last year was the, the, the 50th anniversary, the year of the monkeys. Um, and I think a lot of fans are kind of thinking, well, you know, 2017 is, is going to be a little bit light compared to last year. Not as far as we're concerned at 7-8. We have got some really really good stuff that's coming out throughout the year did you hear what we're doing now no 2017 the year of more of the monkeys <laughs> 2017 <laughs> i guess you could call this year of the monkeys 2 2017 the year of the monkeys 2 electric boogaloo <laughs> So there we go. There we Very go. Very good. Very good. We're keeping it going here. Seven A's keeping it going. Rhino's keeping it going. We're all keeping it going. The voice of God of there is apparently keeping it going. <laughs> <laughs> Save your pennies, guys. It's going to be a big year again. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Mickey on tour. I just, I just want to take this opportunity to thank everybody for supporting us as a label. Everybody that buys our records, you know, every penny goes straight into the next release. And mm -hmm. um, we really need your support. And we've been so thankful for everything that's happened so far. We obviously look forward to doing a lot more releases. Oh yeah, we, we Glenn and I don't take a penny from this. You know, it, it's co it's cost us money, but partly because we're terrible, terrible businessmen. And mm -hmm. every time we come up with a new CD or album, it's like, well, we could put this in there, and we could put this in there, and to the point where we, we don't really make any money. But every penny we do get gets poured straight back in, in into the next release. You know, li licensing the new material, new photos, or, or or you know, choosing a slightly more expensive coloured vinyl. All of these things. So. Um, yeah, thank you, man. We, we thank you to Zilch and thank you to all the fans that have supported us. You know, we've had some really, really positive feedback from people. So thank you. It means a lot. Yeah, yeah. Zilchers and everybody out there within the sounds of my voice, if you picked up any of the Mickey Dolan's MGM singles or any of the releases, anything that's come from 7A, you know the quality of the product that you're going to be getting. And who would have thought? that in 2017 you would be able to buy a brand new Davy Jones 45 with Daydream Believer on one side backed with I Wanna Be Free Davy Jones live in Japan 1981 who would have thought that well but, we're thrilled can I just very very quickly uh, Ken if people want to find out more if you go to our website 7arecords.com there's a little box if you put your email into that um, you then automatically get added to our mailing list mm -hmm. and we tend to it, when we've got something new coming out the people on the mailing list will know at least a week or two weeks before anybody else so it's it's well worth signing up for and also if you do go on amazon little reviews um they really help us a lot any you know five star reviews and nice comments they really really help us a lot with sales so thank you thank you thank you peace and love peace and love now what record label is that again seven a what Seven A. Well, we want to thank you for dropping by the Zilch headquarters and stopping in our exclusive Seven A lounge here for you, the the recording studio of note. Thank you for being once again part of Zilch, and it was so cool. Uh, you know the, those uh, Zilch badges. <laughs> I see them every so often. People yeah. people got They're them at, at the events over everywhere. there, and it's just really cool. It just ties us all together. We love you, Ken. We love everybody at Zilch. I want to come and sleep on your bedroom floor one night. All right. it's. right. I'll dust it <laughs> off for you. I'll even rearrange my sock drawer for Glenn. He can sleep in it. I've got big socks. <laughs> Thank you, Ken, man. Well, th th thanks so much. Thank you very really much. really appreciate it. All right. See you, guys. Cheers, Ken. Speak to you soon, man. Bye-bye. Yeah. I want to be free Like the bluebirds Flying by me Like the waves out on the blue sea If your love has to tie me Don't try me Say goodbye to be free Don't say you love me Say you like me But when I need you Beside
This is Jessica Jones, and you're listening to Zilch, the Monkeys podcast. You good, Nick? I'm good. was a really cool interview with Ian and Glenn from 7A and for fans by fans. What do you think of 7A releases, Christy? I've been really impressed. They are by fans and for fans, but they have all been such well-produced offerings. Uh, everything from the the Mickey MGM single releases, uh, the conversations with uh, Mickey and oh, Peter yeah. Noon. They've done a lot with Mickey. Mickey's been a, a good partner for them and with them. Uh, so I'm excited to hear what they have to offer us from Davey. And also this fan made or this 
this fan cover album sounds really interesting. That's, that's going to be a lot of fun. They're still looking for contributions to it, by the way. They, Ian Lee wants to hear from anybody who is interested in contributing before the end of February. So check the show notes. There's a link there for how you could be involved in that album. Very good. Now, where can people help the herd? They can go to Davies Angels. Contact them and tell them that they are part of Zilch Nation and they are interested in sponsoring Bo. Yep, the easiest way to do it is just visit Davies Angels on Facebook and just hit the message button. Very good. So help out. You know, together, if we all do a little, no one has to do a lot. So let's all yep. help Bo out and help out Davies Herd and just uh, make this world a little bit of a brighter place. And we, we could all use a little more sunshine, right? Absolutely. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Zilch. We will see you on the next episode. It's time to say goodbye. Bye, everybody. See ya. And that's our show. Zilch is an online nonprofit monkeys audio fanzine made by fans for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to the monkeys or any of their members, past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Ray Bird. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around. <laughs> Don't now. Now really, everybody cool it, because I'm going to be able to get through this. Action. Hey, wow. It's a groovy button. What does it say? Love is the ultimate trip. Oh, gee, that's a nice thought. Gee, that's a neat button. What does it say? Let's go again. Well, let's play a little bit of the Flash Cube. Well, let's play yeah. a little. Yeah, exactly. This stuff isn't easy. You know, because Davies Angels is about the sponsors. It's about the sponsors and the horses. That's really the main thing. So, you know, we Was just that a want... horse joke, Suzanne? The main thing? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Good one. Uh, yeah, I wish that had been planned. Yeah. <laughs> I planned that. That was. Yes, you planned totally. that. Totally. But I'm pumped. What's this? We Want the Monkeys podcast is on Zilch. Hello, America. This is Dave, the Avon Lady. What you are hearing is correct. We Want the Monkeys, your second favorite monkeys podcast, is joining Zilch. This mega merger of epic proportions will rock the monkey world down to its very core. Soon, you will be able to enjoy the history of the monkeys on Zilch. You have been listening to We Want the Monkeys on iTunes. Now you can hear it right here. Hashtag Zilch Nation for life. Hi again, fellow Monkeys fans. Al Bigley here, also known as Mendrick the Magnificent. And your favorite humble mentalist, Alan Oraculo Williams. We just wanted to let you know about our new Monkeys podcast called The Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Where we reminisce and ruminate along with you guys about our favorite entertainment entity, The Monkeys. Who? Oh, oh, of course, The Monkeys. We talk about anything and everything. Our own personal memories and opinions, watershed moments in the group's history... You'll hear my partner's famous, amazing remixes of your favorite monkey tunes. Who knows what else we can think of, depending on whether the brain cells work. That's right. Find us on our Facebook page. Just search for the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Or go to blogspot.com and search for us there. A monkey's podcast for everyone. The Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Check us out.
Hi, I'm Megan from Same Page Cast. And I'm Craig from Same Page Cast. Hey, Craig, where do you yes. go when you want to hear the latest monkeys news? Oh, come on, I go to Zilch. Of course, Zilch. And if you're looking for even more monkeys content, you can find us at Same Page Cast on the Pods and Sods Network at iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hello, Skywalkers. Hey, hey, Zilch Nation. Are you looking for a fun-filled Star Wars and Disney podcast? Well, if you answered yes, then join me, Richard Woloski, and my sweetie wife, Sarah, on Skywalking Through Neverland. We are the family-friendly Star Wars and Disney podcast that brings you entertaining stories from creators and fans. And we are also big monkey fans, too. So, of course, we have to slip in some monkey stories and interviews, like our discussion with director James Frawley. We also would go to the beach, for example, with the four boys, and I would just say, okay, roll down the hill. (laughs) Do a funny walk. Did you create the monkey walk? Yeah, I mean, we did it together. You can hear us every week. We are Skywalking Through Neverland, wherever podcasts are played, and at skywalkingthroughneverland.com. We look forward to having you in our Skywalker family. And always remember, Neverland on Alderaan. Or Mammoth Studios. I get that now. (laughs) Hi, Zilch fans. This is Melanie Mitchell. Be sure to check out my book, Monkey Magic, a book about a TV show about a band. It's a lighthearted review and companion for the TV show that made the 60s fun. The paperback is available online from Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And the ebook can be bought anywhere that fine ebooks are sold. Check out the Monkey Magic Facebook page. Follow me on Tumblr at bluemoonalto.tumblr.com. And listen for my contributions here on Zilch, a monkey's podcast. Hey, hey, ape fans. Did you know that there were not just one, but two Planet of the Apes TV series broadcast in the 1970s? a live-action series in 1974, and an animated series in 1975. And if you're an ape fan who wants to catch up on these series to a fun-filled podcast, then tune in to Talking Apes TV, where we break down each episode with ergotastic conversations. That's right, they are ergotastic until we break into arguments because we don't always see things ape to ape. <laughs> That's because you're always seeing vampires and pigs in with the gorillas, chimpanzees, and zayuses. Every time I watch them, I always see something new. And of course, where you find apes, you find monkeys! There are so many crossovers between the Monkeys and the Planet of the Apes TV series that we even had our podcast composer write this very special jingle. Hey, hey, we're the apes, and people say we monkey around, but we took over the planet, so don't try to keep us down. You can catch Talking Apes TV every month at skywalkingthroughneverland.com and retrozap.com. And visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash TalkingApesTV. Now go ape!